Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, hey, sister friend. Okay, so today we're going to be chatting about something that is, again, super vital, super important. But actually, you have asked me, like you specifically have asked me this question a lot recently, and I just thought, you know what, this is another one of those times where I need to go over this, I need to chat with them, I need to go in depth with them about this, um, because I think this is a really important topic that we don't, we may not know a whole lot about, one, or two, we really, really struggle with doing this, Um, and today's episode is all about, Kels, how in the world do I recognize when I am allowing just excuses to take over from me continuing to be disciplined, continuing to do what I'm supposed to do, and how do I know when, like, too much is too much and I need to literally listen to my body and I need to rest? Like, where's the fi- where's the line drawn? Like, how much is too much? And I've been asked this again, like I said, over and over again, and so I think it's super vital and important for us to go over this because there is there is a difference. There is a difference between just allowing excuses to continuously just take us down and, and not allow us to continue what we're supposed to be doing in our health and fitness journey and just letting those just sabotage everything. And then there's those times where like, sis, your body's tired and it is time to rest. It is time to take care of it in that way. It is time to take care of your temple in that way. Um, and we want to make sure that we're listening to our body. So let's go over this real quick. What's the difference between what, what are excuses? Like what are straight up excuses that are holding you back? Number one is you're just inconvenienced. This is, these are some um, signs and like, I guess, different categories. I don't know what other word I would use, but these are just different different excuses that pop up. These are what I would cl- classify as excuses. You're inconvenienced. So that's why you don't necessarily want to show up for your workout or that you quote unquote can't show up for your workout is you're inconvenienced. Whether it be time, whether it be you just not feeling that great, whether it be um, something pops up or whether it be it's not the right time of the day or whatever it may be, like, it just feel like, feels like an inconvenience and a burden. That can be an excuse. Um, maybe you're, quote, unquote, not a morning person. <laughs> you're talking to the queen of not being a morning person, but mama has found out that her mornings are vital in her mental and emotional health as well as her physical. So we do the morning thing. And if you're just not a morning person and you're using that as an excuse for why you can't work out and move your temple, maybe figure out a different time of the day, right? Don't utilize that excuse. Number three Maybe you're scared of being challenged. Like, you don't like doing things that you're not super good at. You want to know what that's called? That's called some pride, sis. We need to lay that down. You know what the Bible says about pride? Proverbs 11, 2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. 
but when we're when humility comes comes wisdom proverbs 11 2 so we need to lay that pride down and realize that we are going to be challenged in this journey and we need to be we need again get uncomfortable get comfortable getting uncomfortable because that's just the name of the game like you have to have those moments where you know that you're not you're gonna have to give yourself grace you're gonna have to humble yourself and say I am not always gonna be on it with this I am not always gonna be great at this I am going to struggle there are gonna be times where I am not going to be disciplined and that's okay because you're freaking human and none of us are perfect at this journey okay so remember that Proverbs 11 too. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. So therefore we're going to be let down. We're not going to be able to follow through with what we really want and what, what God really has on our hearts and what God really has on our minds to accomplish. There's going to be some disgrace there. We're going to let ourselves down. But if we become humble and realize that we're not going to be perfect in this and we're not going to always be confident in what we're doing when it comes to our health and fitness and that we're need, needing to rely on him, there, that comes wisdom after that. So remember that today. And then number Number four, number four, number four. Um, I just don't want to, or I just don't feel like it. This is another big excuse that we can have. And I want to talk about discipline real quick. Again, quoting this, quoting scripture, quoting of the truth, going to the Bible, Hebrews 12, 11, one of my f- most favorite scriptures ever talks about no discipline seems pleasant in the time, but we will reap a harvest when we follow through. Basically is what that's saying. I'm paraphrasing that. But no discipline will seem pleasant at the time. You're not going to always feel like it. You're not going to always want to do the thing that you know that you're supposed to do. That is an excuse. Not feeling like it because you just don't want to or you just don't feel like it. That is an excuse that's completely different than actually needing rest and our bodies needing that rest. I'm going to go over that kind of stuff in a little bit. But I just wanted to throw that at you. Hebrews 12, 11. I don't have time. I'm going to get on a soapbox real quick, okay? Like... Sis, we are all freaking busy and I love you so much. That's why I'm being real with you right now. We are all busy in our own ways. Mind you, we all have different kinds of busy, but we are all busy. Everyone has something going on. You make time for what actually means something to you. Do you hear me? I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. You make time for what you actually want to, what actually means something to you. If it don't mean something to you, you ain't going to make time for it. And that's what a lot of times happens with their health and fitness journey. It doesn't mean a whole lot to people. They don't have a deep why and a deep meaning for why they're doing it. So it doesn't really mean a whole lot to them. So therefore they don't prioritize time for it. I'm just being real. Okay. The excuse of, I'm just not disciplined. We just talked about discipline. You can work on that discipline muscle. You can become a disciplined person, but guess what? It first takes you trying. It first takes you taking one step at a time every day, trying over and over again. If you never do that, we're not going to grow that discipline muscle and we're going to continue struggling with discipline. But you can become a disciplined person. That is possible, all right? And the last one I want to chat about that's another excuse is just simply allowing doubt to fill your mind and not of doubt. All of that comes from the enemy. I mean, it's going to be completely honest with you. And especially if you start on those thoughts, the enemy just gravitates towards them. He just utilizes them. He's going to utilize that against you. Okay. So cast that out. That is not from the Lord. He knows you are all capable and all powerful, almighty, and is fil- you are filled with love. You ha- you can have self-control because you're going you're gonna to be utilizing him, right? He's inside you. So you have that. You have that righteousness, you have that worthiness, you have that enoughness, you have the capabilities within you because you have him in you, okay? So 
Now, why I'm going to go over this real quick. Why is it so important to rest in our health and fitness journey? Like what is what like I know some of us some of us want to rest all the time, but then other of us of of others of us, which would be me, want to go balls to the walls like all the time, 110% all the time, hardcore, like we never want to rest, we never want to take a time out. We never want to listen to our bodies. Okay, that's that's someone like me. I'm going to go over Matthew 11:28. Those of you that know this scripture probably love it like I do. But it's, it's talking about those of you come to me, those of you that are they're, um, heavy burdened, heavy labored, come to me and I will give you rest. And that's the Lord speaking to us. Come to me and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. That's what I have. That's what I have. And sometimes that rest may be a workout because you are resting as far as spending time with him. Because that's your worship time, that's your time to connect with him, that's your time to just work on you, and that's a part of your rest. But I'm talking about actual physical rest here where your body needs to stop. It's okay to have that rest where we go to our workout sometimes and we use, utilize that time to care for ourselves and to nourish ourselves and to fill ourselves with the Lord and to have that presence and that prayer time with him. But there's also times where your body needs to stop and it needs to pause. And here's why. Number one. Rest allows your body and your muscles to repair and rebuild. When you are exercising, every day when you are exercising, exercise actually creates microscopic tears in the muscle tissue. And on your rest days, when you're allowing your body to rest, cells called fibroblasts actually repair and build the muscle back up. If you're continuously breaking down the same muscles over and over and over again, do you understand you're working against yourself because you're never allowing those muscles to rebuild, to get stronger, to tone. We're never allowing them to to do their thing. If we're continuously just beating the crud out of them all the time, we need to allow those those cells, those those fibroblasts to repair and rebuild our muscles back up, okay? So that's number one. It helps repair and rebuild your muscles. Number two is it's replenishing your body stores. Glycogen is stored in our muscles. That's a that's an energy store. Exercise in the time actually depletes the glycogen levels. And rest helps get that muscle um, ready for our next workout. It helps build those glycogen stores back up and gets, gets our muscles ready and not as sore for our next workouts and be able to get through it with strength, okay, and giving us energy. Number three, rest is going to alleviate pain and soreness. It's okay to be sore going into another workout. I'm not saying that, okay, and I want to talk about that too. There's a difference between muscle soreness and like tendon pain and bone pain and like where your body is literally hurting and you're in massive pain there's a difference between that and muscle soreness because you kicked your kicked your tush the last workout that you had yesterday and so today you're feeling a little sore right that means you did something good that means you you pushed hard and you pushed your muscles out of their comfort zone and that is a good thing but right now I'm talking about when we rest, we do alleviate some of that pain, that soreness, and the stress on our joints, on our tendons, on our muscles. And so we want to be able to do that so we can, again, get into the next workout and feel refreshed, feel restored, feel rejuvenated. Our muscles are fresh, right? So number four, while we rest, making sure we're taking rest, 
We are also helping prevent injury. If you continuously beat the crud out of your muscles, you're continuously working them extremely vigorously all the time and you're never taking a rest, a rest day each week or a couple times a week, right? If you're never doing that, you are straining your body. You are straining your muscles and there's going to be risk of injury. Because your body is not, I mean, we can do all, all kinds of things with Christ, Lord. Like, we, we, we can do all the things with him, right? But, but, you are not invincible, okay? You may be against the enemy with the Lord, but you, your body is still in the flesh. Like, we need to make sure that we are preventing injury by resting and not straining our muscles, okay? Those of us that like to go balls to the walls 100% of the time, like, listen to me. Allow your body to rest so you can prevent injury because if you get injured, guess what? You're never ever going to be able to go balls to the walls. You're going to have to be laid up and you're going to be frustrated and just devastated and just discouraged because you won't be able to do anything because you've, you've killed your body. You've done too much. Number five, resting doesn't just allow your body and your muscles and your tendons and your bones and your joints to rest. It also rests your mind. Because sometimes when we, when we go balls to the walls and we're over-exercising or never having rest, we can, this, this causes our mind to be fatigued, which can cause us to not make the best decisions, which can cause us to be foggy, which can cause us, you know, to have more than just the mom brain, but like literal mental fog. And if we want to be clear, if we want to be bright, if we want to be witty, if we want to be on it, we need to allow our mind to rest as well. Okay, so there's, I just wanted to cover rest real quick and why it's so important. But here are some signs that you really need to take into consideration about, do I need to rest? Is it time for my body? Is my body saying, listen to me, this is not as an excuse. This is, I literally need to rest. I literally need to restore. I literally need to replenish. These are signs and symptoms that, that, that this is the time where your body is saying, I need to rest. And you should not feel guilty. You should not feel shame. You should not feel like you are, you know, not pushing hard. You should not, you not put, don't put those expectations on yourself. If you are having these signs and symptoms, these are detrimental signs and symptoms that your body is saying, help, I need some rest. Okay. So number one, you are starting to loathe, I mean, absolutely hate your workouts. I never want you to get to this point. If you are hating what you are doing, it may be time that one, you need to switch something up or two, you just need a break for a few days. If, if you're not having any joy and you just absolutely hate what you're doing, I'm not talking about the very start of your journey where it can be kind of frustrating because you're not, you're not used to it. You haven't gotten back into the whole workout routine yet or eating well and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that, like not wanting to do it. I'm talking about literally your loathing movement. I mean, you're just, you just hate it and you can't stand it. If you've reached this point and you've been working out for a while, it is time to take maybe even a week off. Take a week off. It's not going to kill your progress, okay? I know that seems like a long time, for, especially those of you that like to go balls to the walls, but if you're loathing your workout, sis, spiritually, it's not serving you. Mentally and emotionally, it's not serving you. And I, that's not worship to the Lord. If you're loathing it, right? We first care for our temples and we honor our temples and move our temples and our bodies so that we can honor the Lord and we can honor our temple. But if you're loathing it, he don't want that. The second thing I want to talk about you can't seem to get through your workouts. Like everything just seems extremely strenuous. You're very fatigued. You're not just sore, you're fatigued. Like you're just heavy. And your body is saying, help, stop. 
I need rest. This also, obviously, this is different than I'm just sore from a previous workout or I'm getting back into working out, so I'm sore. My body's not used to this quite yet. This is a little bit different than that. Like through every exercise, through every move, you are struggling to complete it. Your body is fatigued. It's worn out. That is a sign. If you're starting to physically get sick, I'm talking digestive stuff, I'm talking respiratory, I'm talking any, like physically, if you are sick, sometimes I do work out like if I have a sinus infection or if I have a cold because it gets stuff moving and it helps break up that that um, congestion and like like gets it out, right? And that's okay. But if you're struggling in your chest, if you're struggling in your digestive system, if you're developing a fever, like what are you doing? No, stop. Do not work out, Okay. Do not work out. And I'm, I'm preaching to the choir because I have been guilty of this. And I'm like, oh, it'll make me feel better. It may make you feel better in the moment. Huh. But afterwards, you're going, to, you're going to massively regret it. If you are sick and you are trying to push your body beyond what it's capable of in that time and you're developing some sickness, don't say, well, I have a scheduled workout today. I got to get it done. No, your body's saying, I need some rest today. That's going to be caring for my temple. Okay, if you're starting to get sick, don't overwork it because you know what could happen is you'll just continue to get more and more sick and you're not allowing your body to restore. You're not allowing it to rebuild. You're not allowing your immune system to work and get in check. Like allow it to just rest so you can feel better. So you don't continue to just be sick longer. So you feel like crud longer and you can't work out the way you want to longer. Like don't do that. The next one, you're becoming very obsessed with your workouts and your appearance and your results. If you are becoming obsessed with what you look like, when your workouts are, and the results of them, you need to take a break. I'm talking two to three days at least. Take a break. Let it go, okay? And I've been there. In college, this was me. In high school, late high school, this was me. I became obsessed with my workouts. Some of you may even think that I am now. Those of you that follow, if you follow me on social, you're probably like, Kelsey, you're obsessed now. No, I'm not. There's a difference. I'm disciplined now. I'm not obsessed. I don't step on the scale, not even once a month. Like, I don't even know what I weigh right now. I don't, I don't take a progress picture every single day and pick it apart. Like, I don't just sit there and look at everything and like, oh my gosh, I, you know, this isn't changing. That's not, I, I don't do that. Yes, I take progress pictures when I'm on 75 hard because it's one of the daily tasks, but I don't sit there and nitpick at it and look at my body and it was totally, you know, obsessed with the way I'm looking. I do not do that anymore. That's been a long time since I've done that. If you're starting to become obsessed, it's time to take a break. The next one is a big one too. Your entire schedule is starting to revolve around your fitness. Now, my mornings do revolve around my fitness a lot of times, right? But if my kids need something, I stop the workout and I go and get them what they need. I go and help them to the potty. I like, I don't freak out. Sometimes, you know, it does get frustrating to pause every five seconds. I get that, moms. I totally get that. But if you're starting, if your whole entire schedule, I mean, planning events around it or, you know, getting together with friends or not going out with your spouse or your spouse, your spouse maybe wants some intimate time, like, and you're, you're not allowing that to happen because you've got to work out. Like I'm talking about everything. Like if you're resolving everything around your fitness journey, the small, the big, the large things, all the things, if everything is revolved around that it is time to take a break because your life is not fitness and it is starting to become an idol. Oosh. Was that a gut punch? Did I step on some toes? 
If your entire life is starting to revolve around your fitness schedule and your workouts, it is time to take a break because you are starting to make fitness an idol. Idols are not just these statues and gold or silver things that we place on an altar. Idols can become anything in our life that we put before the Lord. Anything. A piece of chocolate could become an idol for you. Like if you're putting something before the Lord every day, all the time, or at all, it is becoming an idol and you need to watch out for that. Do not revolve your life around fitness. Revolve it around Christ. Do you hear me? I am being stern because I love you so, so much because I have also been here. I am guilty of this. This is former, former Christ-centered Kelsey. Uh, fitness became a thing that I revolved my entire life. And there's a difference between, again, being disciplined and wanting to make sure that you keep that normal routine and then being having your entire life revolve around your fitness schedule. There's a difference, okay? There is a difference. And the last one I wanted to, or no, there's two more. If you're always fatigued, if you are always fatigued, this is a sign that you need to stop and let your body rest. Sleep in in the morning. Take a nap. Go to bed earlier. Go to get a massage. Binge watch TV for that day or that afternoon instead of a workout. And I'm being serious. If you are always fatigued, those workouts are doing nothing for you because your body is, again, not rebuilding, not restoring, not replenishing energy. It's just continuously being broke down. If you are always fatigued, if you're fatigued with the entire workout, if you're fatigued when you wake up, if you're fatigued when you go to bed, if you're fatigued all throughout the day, those workouts are not doing much for you. I'm talking about like a sickness fatigue, okay? Where you're just tired. I'm not talking about like a pregnancy fatigue or like, and, and you do need to make sure you talk with your doctor if you're pregnant and you're working out. Talk to them about that. Do not go by what I'm saying. I worked out through all my pregnancies, but I also had my doctor on board, okay? But this is not just a fatigue like I'm tired in the morning because I don't like mornings and I hate mornings and I don't want to work out in the morning. Like that. I'm not talking about that kind of fatigue. I'm talking about just you're heavy, you're struggling, and you just are so exhausted, Okay? The workouts aren't going to do anything for you because you need to have that time where your body is able to replenish, restore, and rebuild up, okay? The last one, you have constant muscle soreness, constant muscle soreness. We should be sore, especially if you're first starting to work out again. You're going to be sore because, you're, again, your muscles are breaking down. Those small tears in your muscles are, are occurring. Those, Remember, I talked about them a little bit ago. Those microscopic tears are occurring in your muscles, so that's going to create some soreness, and you're also going to retain some water, okay? So that's another reason I don't want you to be stepping on the scale every five minutes when you start working out because you're going to be retaining some of that water buildup in your muscles because it's trying to do their job. And that water is going to weigh a little bit, okay? So don't freak out about your weight if it starts to increase a couple, one to two pounds, especially if you're lifting weights. Don't freak out. Your muscles are saying, what is happening to me? Like, I haven't worked out in years. Like, all of a sudden, they're going to be filling up with some fluid. They're going to be, you know, breaking down and they're doing their thing. Let them do their thing. Don't freak out about weight, okay? Don't do that. If you're always, always sore, this is a sign and symptom that you need to make sure that you're saying, okay, I need to maybe take a break. Take a couple days off. Allow your muscles to restore. Allow them to replenish. I know I'm repeating myself a lot, but these this is what you guys asked for. This is what you wanted to know about. That is the difference between am I allowing excuses to take over or does my body actually need to take some time off and rest? 
I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope this gave you some some knowledge. I hope that these scriptures are going to be something you're able to look back on. Um, I love you so much and I've been in the spot of utilizing excuses. I've been in the spot of never allowing my body to rest. Like I have been there and it is frustrating and it is it does not help you. Okay, it does not help you, but you need to know when you need to rest. You need to know the difference between, okay, am I just allowing excuses to overtake me? And I'm just allowing the enemy to get in my mind and to cause doubt and fear and, and struggle. And, and he doesn't want me to be who the, the best version of myself that Christ wants me to be. So I'm allowing him to take over. Is that happening? Or does my body actually, is my body actually screaming and saying, listen, I, I need some rest. I need to get caught up. Like I am struggling here and you're not allowing me to, you just keep beating the crap out of me like there is a difference between excuses and that okay your body may need some rest so I hope this helped you today if it did help you as always make sure to shout out on your stories like share it to your stories share your takeaways share you know this week share exactly what point stood out to you the most exactly what what specific things stood out to you the most or what are you what what have you caught yourself doing from this podcast episode you're like oh gosh that's me share that on your stories and tag me I want to know I want to talk to you about it and let's uh, let's work through it share it with a girlfriend share it with one of your running buddies share it with one of your lifting buddies share it with uh, I don't know share it with anyone that you think would benefit again not for me but because I think this is something especially those of you that are avid workout people avid fitness people that are gung-ho all the time we need to make sure that we're allowing our bodies to rest and those of you that are contemplating that are new to fitness you're like well I don't know if this is an excuse Or this is my body actually saying, hey, hold up. I need some time, yo. Like, I wanted this to be beneficial for both sides of that. Like, whether you're first starting out or whether you've been working out for years, I think that someone will get something from from this no matter what. But share it with someone. Share it with someone because it provides knowledge that maybe they specifically need. And again, not for me, not to grow this podcast, but for the Lord. Like, this is all from Him. He has created that. He has allowed me to have this space and I'm so blessed to be able to do this here. And I hope you have a blessed rest of your week, sister. And I'll talk to you later.